I'm going to be clapping later on when I enter Devon mode. Who am I? Frau Hofner. Never heard of her. You're insane, my child. Quite insane. All right, all right, we're sorry, okay? Wait, listen. <laughs> I'm fucking sorry. This was this yeah. You know what? Neither am I. This was this was this was the best thing we've ever done. Easily, it wasn't even <laughs> close. Uh, hello and welcome to another Casino Royale episode of Kill James Bonds. We have am... to do the real one now because we're genuinely worried the fans will kill us with a gun if we yes. don't talk yes. about this movie. <laughs> I am Alice Caldwell Kelly. Joining me are Abigail Thorne and mm -hmm. Devon. This is doing? Casino Royale, or in France, as it was known. Casino Royale with cheese, yes. And joining us once again for a second episode. Yes, exactly. Casino Royale with cheese, or in English speaking territories, Bond Man Begins. Phoebe Roy is joining us. <laughs> What's up? Thanks for, <laughs> thanks, thanks for having me. Phoebe, did you enjoy that introduction that I worked so hard against these two hogs, these hooting, awful morons? It was a sign of your consummate professionalism, as always, Alice. You're a Thank you. You're, I you're, love you're you too. You're a real pro. I, I, I show up on time, I know my lines, and I'm, yeah, exactly. This is, this makes, by the way, for the benefit of listeners, Phoebe is our mm -hmm. single longest running guest i believe mm -hmm. you asked to be on this episode yeah maybe even a year ago yeah and you have been waiting i have patiently when you said longest running guest i thought that it is the most episodes a guest has been on consecutively too so you have that like a true. kill streak you've built yeah up. also yes. the shortest notice and the longest noticed guest we've ever had yeah because... yeah if you, if, if you come on quantum of solace you actually unlock an ac130 that you can then use against the listeners right um yeah you get to join the podcast with Maddie Lubchansky. That's right. Uh, KJ for now, we're happy to gift you this white Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, we super ultra double promise we're not going to fake you out again. So with that in mind, the 1967 David Niven film, Casino Royale. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I it mean, starts in black and white. I thought yeah, I had it on the yeah, wrong yeah. movie. The thing is, right, I wrote down first, this thing, uh, it's an actual film, huh? Like an actual capital F mm -hmm. film. They invented mm -hmm. making good films mm -hmm. uh, before, sometime before 2006. And so, yeah, mm -hmm. we, we start in Prague in spooky black and white, and we get a sort of third man sequence where this guy, Dryden, goes to his office, uh, and he finds none other than Jimmy Bond's. Uh, now played by Daniel Craig in his office who tells him I know you've been stealing I know you've been selling secrets M sent me to kill you and he goes nah but you're not a double O agent in a sort of like surprisingly <laughs> cribbed from the Bond years kind of performance mm. it's like very sort of dated MI6 smug um, and yeah, and 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 Bond goes. Yeah, yeah, mm. no, I, I I killed your guy in a bathroom, uh, in a, in like a black and white fight scene. And what's funny is that like Bond is sort of explaining this diegetically to the guy he's about to kill. Like, no, it's oh, it's 
fun. It's cool because the guys just like they'd have sent a double O, and I, you don't have any kills on your record to be a double O. You'd have to have, mm-hmm. and Daniel Craig goes two, and we get the flashback of him killing the first guy. Yeah, and, and presumably this is meant to cover him sitting in the office and going, yeah. And then he like uh, uh, dropped a gun, he picked it up. I did this cool <laughs> and I spin, bashed his head into, into <laughs> the, it. Was cool. It was sick. It was sick, nasty. Um, at first, so- at first, I thought that it was supposed to be like a riff on 1960s bond villains explaining their like villainous plan to bond mm. and and their, mm. and thereby having their plan foiled at the last minute but as i was watching it, i was like no it's the, it's craig doesn't understand what's going on and he's having to talk himself through the entire scene mm, absolutely He's well, like he's ultimate. He's very convincing mm-hmm. in this first scene, and that like that was all I needed to sell me on like Daniel Craig as Bond. The rest of this movie is like this. This is the correct level of like origin story that you need. Mm. Is one scene mm. tells us who the character is. Uh, okay, bye. We now do the no, movie. I genuinely really enjoyed this a great deal because he's like the 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 opposite spy to him, uh, Dryden, yeah, or Malcolm mm-hmm. Sinclair, is doing this really good quite fatherly thing where he's just like ah major work for it did he he's like yeah and he goes don't worry needn't worry the second one is usually and then he gets shot but he's going to say easier like he's being like a quite a professionally courteous moment there where he's just like yeah you're gonna kill me i won't Mm -hmm. make this one hard for you man yeah and, and bond's killer line there is yes considerably after the guy is dead just talking to a corpse like yeah great perfect that's james bond that's, that's who james, james bond, bond is. baby there he that's, is that's fucking james bond no notes about this scene it's and this thr- this is where we also mm. see that daniel craig has really got a good take on uh like where the smarm in bond comes from so whereas like sean connery like really didn't care about human life and uh, mm. roger moore was just kind of like cracking jokes for no reason craig makes these jokes because he really like doesn't care about his own life like he doesn't really value human life, including his own, which is why he keeps making these lines. And I, just, I think that works really well. I think it's a really solid choice. His acting's so good. Yeah, he's he's cavalier. He's reckless. It's it's a great scene. Uh, so we have to follow this like great three minute mm-hmm. opening with another with, with like I think for my money the best Banger. opening titles since like Goldeneye. Banger, Banger, Stone Cold Banger, Banger. Banger. Mm-hmm. yeah, Don't absolutely. Still not as good as the the B Stars song that you said it to <laughs> on the account, Dev. But it's, I mean, that's why it works so well is because this one just fully admits that Bond openings are the same as anime openings. Yeah, absolutely. So you get the same kind of beats in it that you would in an anime opening, and it works mm-hmm. really well. Yeah. So so Bond's we get like a, a, a sort of like cause... there's like a sexy yeah, woman who a... turns into a dog. <laughs> yeah, it's called Perne uh, Bond. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's a casino themed, like, you know, like sets of cards and like roulette wheels thing. It's great. Fine. And then we move on to Uganda, where I reflexively like tensed up, like, huh, oh, okay. Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the second the fucking subtitle for location was like, Mbele, Uganda, I was like, fuck, they've remembered Africa exists. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no. The, 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 I mean, it could have been a lot worse, but like, mm. wh- what we see is Joseph Coney, mm-hmm. essentially. You yep. remember him? Yeah. Fi- did we ever find that guy? I don't uh, know if we did. I don't think so. Well, he has. He it was has. Twenty twelve as what well. Happened six years early. Joseph yeah, yeah, Coney, yeah. right in. If you're listening to the pod, 
Yeah. <laughs> and he's here tonight. <laughs> yeah, we'll send you a Kronstein rosette. And just give us the location <laughs> to ship it to. Um, so, <laughs> so we see we see this warlord. He's That's never actually named it. in the movie. Yeah, but uh, we'll the, 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 na the name in the script is Stephen Obano, but we're going to call him Joseph Coney. He has like yes. child soldiers, and he's talking <laughs> to a spooky white guy um, in a suit. Oh no! Yeah, uh, who is essentially all but says, "Yeah, I'm a member of Spectre." Spectre? Yeah, he repeatedly Spectre. says, my organization. <laughs> my, my organization that I, I cannot Spectre. name Spectre. for legal reasons. Spectre. Yeah, <laughs> Spectre. Uh, and I'm going <laughs> to introduce you to this guy who's going to be your stockbroker. Um, and Maz Mikkelsen enters the fucking movie. Um, and he is Le Chief. God, I've of... been waiting for Maz all year. Mm -hmm. I've been... It's great. He's right. a but he's a banker mm. for the kind of bad guys and villains, which is to say he's a banker. Yeah, he's he's the, he's the bad guy banker. But what I love about Matt is that um is that again they kind of want to do because uh, he's got like he's got um a thing down the center of his eye, which means he can only see out of one eye, right? Mm -hmm. So they kind of want to do the the sort of the old the old style disfigurement equals evil, but they. But they they can't quite bring themselves to do it properly, so instead they give him an asthma inhaler, and like, and I think that is a very very funny piece of uh, piece of villainous signification. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, one second, Mister Bond, I have to take out my retainer here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's got a silver asthma inhaler, and I just love watching it, just being like, that's yeah, kind it's, of it's cute. Like, Where do you get those? No, it's no, kind of just rolled around the back of my eye. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's great. It's great. Uh, so. Like yeah, we're once again going with disfigured as villainy. I have some thoughts mm -hmm. about that later. But in the meantime, Lashifra takes uh, Joseph Coney's money. He says, "Okay, I'm gonna invest this. I'm gonna like double your returns or whatever. Zero risk to you." Uh, and he loads it into the thing, and 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 Spectre sort of washed their hands of him. They're like, "We we just make the introductions here." Um, and at this point, I wrote down, "Ah, oh, fuck! This is just—it's just, just going to be a competent thriller movie, isn't it?" And we see him get on That's the phone right. to his banker and invested in GameStop. Yes. Yeah, he—he he puts it all on Sheepcoin. <laughs> um, He's like, "It's—it's go it's going nowhere but up, buddy. You got to uh -huh. hold." Absolutely. <laughs> if you still have this stock, keep holding. Stay strong. <laughs> It, it, I, I'm just going at this point. I have to talk for an hour and a bit about a, a, a good film that I enjoyed watching. Fuck. So we now There's go. The risk of the modern bonds. We now go to Madagascar, um, mm -hmm. a thing which I absolutely not do not want to do. Um, do not later today. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is. It is. Huh? It is Madagascar. This is. Thank God. There's yeah. no penguins. Yeah, uh, it is Madagascar. Where, where uh, we see uh, a bunch of people watching a mongoose fight a snake, so that you know that this is a, a barbarous location, and the people crave violence, you know, and mongooses. normal things. And, and mongoose. mongoose. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, where mm -hmm. Bond... Who, Bond who doesn't and crave a mongoose? Who doesn't crave a mongoose? Absolutely. The, the, the mongoose craving is, like, possibly the most relatable thing here, but uh, Bond and this guy Carter, who is an idiot, are watching a, a bomb. Maker. Madagascar mongoose has always been celebrated for its excellence. <laughs> yeah, 009 rolls into the uh, the embassy with a mongoose. Um, 
So they're watching this bomb maker, right? And he gets a text in red letters, so you know it's spooky. Oh. On on his like Nokia thirty three ten, which says <laughs> on his fucking N gauge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which oh. says ellipsis, uh, which if you don't know is the like three full stops that you use to indicate a pause. I'm not sure why you wouldn't just use the dots anyway. He that's his like call sign to go and be mm -hmm. activated. So he leaves and then immediately makes Bond's partner, Carter, because he's stuck like an idiot being the only other white guy there with his finger on his earpiece. Also um, the only other funny. white guy who's like yelling, who's like yelling the crow has left the nest into his yes. earpiece. <laughs> at, like, I want a series fight. of films about Carter, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I want exactly this level of like seriousness and like war on terror shit, but it's about a guy who He's fucks just up everything. Yeah. 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 That is 009. Um, what I want is a film about the regular assassination attempts against against Castro led by Agent Carter. That's what I want. <laughs> I would Accidentally love that slipping so much. and injecting yourself with a shellfish poison. Yeah. The season finale is that Carter does sleep with Castro. <laughs> <laughs> he finally decides to just do it in, in person. He's just like, God, he's just. He's just. Right, no no one is allowed so to write this. Patent pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. A trademark. Uh, okay, so at this point. Uh, uh, what what happens is, do you remember parkour being a big thing in like 2006? Matt yep. Hancock mm -hmm. was going like, uh, I can't do those sorts of flips because he was still Secretary of Culture, Media, and Sport. Mm -hmm. uh, but this movie was it's a great very... way to learn about your body. It's a great way to learn about your body, and so this bomb maker sets off to learn about his body all the way through a construction site with Bond yep. in the role of sort of Terminator. Um, this sequence is so it's good. It's just so sick sequence. Good. It's the but, really annoying thing. But the thing is, right, the idea isn't new. Bond as Terminator has been something that the, the, you know, the series has played with before, most notably in terms of Brosnan. And that's one of my biggest beefs with this, the way this movie is talked about, is people go, ah, it was a whole new level of, like, seriousness. And it's like, well, well sure, compared to, like, Die Another Day, but Goldeneye did this exact same thing with a tank, right? Like, yeah. it's the same thing oh, as, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Bond is this unstoppable force pursuing you. It's it's not. It's it's not new. It's continuity uh, Brosnan. Contrast. It's not, it's not just that he's unstoppable, though. It's not just that he's unstoppable. It's that the, the parkour guy is doing all, like, flips and intricate shit. And we're learning a lot about Bond's character because he always does things that are like very brash. Like he gets in a bulldozer or just like goes straight through the wall. It's telling us that he is like, he's like blunt, a blunt instrument, a phrase that the movie will use later and that I will have a lot of things to say about. Oh yeah. I have a, I Absolutely. have a, I have a note here. Uh, well, actually I have two notes here about this scene. One of them is uh, that Daniel Craig runs like he has lower back pain. And the <laughs> Probably does. And the second is that I feel like it's not, it's not quite right to see Bond mm -hmm. running at all. I don't think mm. I don't think Bond should run. It's undignified. Contrast yeah. this with the fucking bit in View to a Kill oh, where Roger Moore is just agedly jogging up a staircase. My only real note about this scene is that like when he falls <laughs> off a roof, he makes a weird like <laughs> noise, which, which, which I did catch. Yeah. It's, it's no, no, mixed he, quite deeply into the music. He, but... he, gets, he gets winded. He does. Like yeah, and he yeah he goes like this. Is he like a fucking squid? 
going on? <laughs> Look, he's a <laughs> dog. <laughs> Taking damage and waving my mouth around like boss snack. <laughs> The thing, the thing about Daniel Craig's 007 is that he did choose to play with a horse. <laughs> yeah. That's right. How fucking quickly can we start talking about horses on bon every Jack Horseman? Every, every, every time, Dev. Like it's, it's, it's. Oh, it's just it just always happens. We just have to just accept that that's always going to happen. Always just comes back to horses. So, so Bond chases the the bomb maker towards. The embassy of a fictional country, which means you know their sovereignty is about to get violated. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Namibia. I might no, have no, no, no. No, it's a, they, they it's literally... a pretend country. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Not the same one as uh, in, say, Live and Let Die. Should have been oh, Sam. Yeah, that would have been a good callback. Yeah, no, I just missed. I got, I got a N A M B, and it was like Namibia. Got it. Easy. Sure. So Bond like immediately sets about violating their sovereignty. Uh, he he jumps into the embassy. He beats up a couple of guys, finds the bomb maker he wants, grabs him, and makes his way for the exit while everyone's shooting at him. Right? Yes. And it, and it goes wrong for him because he's reckless. He gets backed into a corner, and he ends up shooting the bomb maker he was trying to take alive in the back of the head while he's unarmed, mm -hmm. and then blowing up part of the embassy to make good his escape. And it's all on. CCTV, they caught Bond in 4K. Mm. Got him. And I mean, at this point, you would think, si si yeah, since, we got since we're like talking about a more grounded, more realistic Bond, you, you, this, like, your career is over at this point, right? Like, you, you get disappeared. I mean, even M says this in the next scene. She's like, no, in the old days, an agent who did something this fucking dumb would at least have the courtesy to defect. You don't, you don't like, even if you don't like go to jail or something, you don't like you work in MI6's basement licking stamps for the rest of your life. They don't just I, send I, I you out. I think you again. get you get found having mysteriously been able to zip yourself into a sports bag and then shoot yourself in the head. I think that's what they. <laughs> that's Absolutely. what that's what that they do to you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean. <sighs> hmm. There's nothing much to say well, we about see the way that this incident mm. makes the newspapers and like we I think we're fools if we if we pretend that the British public wouldn't immediately just be like this man is a hero give him a medal like Bond That's would true. have a right wing oh, yeah. crowdfunder up well, by the end of the day he'd be living large That's true but like I don't know there's nothing much else to say about this being like a fantasy of violating sovereignty because Bond's always been that mm. and it's like is it racist well kind of less than Bond has been in the past but whatever mm. um now we cut to Le Chiffre, who is playing poker on his fucking mega yacht. And now I want to talk about this fucking bit. Because honking on his asthma inhaler. He's, he's absolutely <laughs> honking off that asthma inhaler. Oh, but also, fully. we get the most cake and cake having and eating line in the series since. Because I think you're a sexist, misogynist dinosaur, a relic of the Cold War. Which is he's he's playing poker, right? Fuck, I hate with, with his <laughs> fucking like facial disfigurement, and he starts weeping blood at the table, and he mm -hmm. goes, "Weeping blood comes merely from a derangement of the tear duct, my dear general. Nothing sinister." Now you may think this is slightly <laughs> undercut by the fact that there's sinister music happening. <laughs> the most sinister man you've ever met. 
This is a sinister. <gasps> this is normal, entirely actually. in black. Yeah, you My know, facial I... disfigurement doesn't make me evil. I just also <laughs> happen to be the only one in the movie with a facial disfigurement. Just it's it's and normal when you think about it. And then lightning strikes perfectly behind him. And it's like. <laughs> Mm. Apart from the other guy, the bomb maker who had one and is also he evil. Yeah, he does, yeah. Oh, fuck, I forgot! Oh my god, yeah, the bomb maker has facial disfigurement too. <sighs> okay, because so... Because of the bombs. <sighs> yes. So, so Lashifa finds out that, like, the bomb maker who was gonna work for him has been killed, and also there's a big picture of him getting killed by James Bond, which, um... Uh, Lashifra looks at on a Sony Vio laptop. <laughs> this is, listen, the weirdest thing about this movie is that it is Sony mm -hmm. Vio laptop, the movie. Um, There's some great you... screen caps of guys on laptops. But always Sony Vio laptops because always this is Sony like, <laughs> yeah, b big sponsorship. Um, so and because of the point, period of time, we can only assume that he's using also, it to watch Heroes. Anytime anyone has a phone, it's a Sony Ericsson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Sony so, so, Ericsson, big letters above the screen. Nice and easy. So, so <laughs> M, right, M is like forced to uh, go to the Joint Intelligence Committee in Parliament. And on the way out, she vents thusly. I report to the Prime Minister, and even he's smart enough not to ask me what we do. Now that's some <laughs> fucking ideology, baby. We're mm. into the Cold War. If you remember... Uh... If you remember the previous, if you remember the Bond, uh, the Brosnan years, right? Then I remember Bond. If you remember the Bond years, if you remember James Bond, then you remember that a lot of the time, uh, Brosnan had to investigate guys, and it was like, oh, well, the Prime Minister's friends with him, so you have to be incredibly careful, right? And now that attitude towards power, which is like, oh, we go around them because they might be compromised, is instead just naked contempt, mm. right? Uh, MI6 just sort of like organizes itself mm -hmm. and uh, every that's just kind of like accepted. No one wants to know that we shoot guys in the back of the head. So uh, M, M is on screen for genuinely, I think, five seconds before she has a line or something where she's reminiscing about the Cold War. Yeah, that's her Which, last line. Fair, I do scene. think is an accurate characterization of MI6. Yeah, she says, I'm, I miss the Cold War. Um, so. Don't we all? Mm hmm. And she's like, well, where is Bond anyway, so I can yell at him? Then goes home and finds James Bond in her fucking house, which he has just let himself into. No boundaries. Yep. That's that's Bond's mm -hmm. problem. Yeah. No boundaries. <laughs> There's a sort of a side to Bond that's only mm -hmm. in this one and isn't yeah, explored at any point previously. No, it's not in any of the rest of the movies either, where he's like He's just genuinely quite good at intelligence yeah. gathering. <laughs> and it's implied a couple of times because like M's like, How the fuck did you know where I live? And he's like, same way I found out what your name was. And she's mm -hmm. like, if you tell me you my name, I will shoot you with a gun. Mm -hmm. Which like, is the the correct mm -hmm. response. That's right. I like to think that the Him, Cold War were like I, M's. I thought party Devin was is. a randomly assigned county. I had no <laughs> idea it stood for <laughs> At this point, listeners, I'm afraid that I had <laughs> that I have to activate Devon mode and deliver a short lecture on the Iraq War, um, because go, in this off, scene, um, choose out Bond and she calls him, yeah, she calls him a blunt instrument. And at this point, I must. Okay, so this film came out 
in 2006. For listeners who are too young to remember, the Iraq war began in 2003, and it was originally billed as, we are going to go into Iraq, get rid of Saddam Hussein, and get rid of his stockpiles of weapons of mass destruction. By 2006, Hmm. it was very clear to everyone that no such weapons ever existed and that this was a lie. And also Saddam, yeah, Saddam was already on trial and everyone, and like people kept dying. People kept seeing their kids coming home in pine boxes and the public was getting a little bit tired of the war. So some new consent had to be manufactured at the consent manufacturing factory. Um, And the way that this was done is they said, we're going to put a new guy in charge of the Iraq invasion, General Petraeus, and we are going to be smart. We're going to be tactical. We're going to use laser guided bombs. It's going to be efficient. It's going to be surgical. And the very phrase that they use that is repeated in this movie is that General Petraeus was not a quote, blunt instrument. And that is what this film is doing. It's like, oh, intelligence work. It's like surgical and like sneaky. And then it's like, but and like we're doing warfare, but like smart, all of which was also a lie. Um, General Petraeus went on to be the director of operations in Afghanistan. We saw how that went. And the director of uh, operations at the CIA, who've been unable to prevent Chile from electing a fucking sick-based communist gamer. Um, and over 100,000 <laughs> Iraqi civilians went on to be fucking dead. So that is what this scene is about. Do, n- do not use the, the MLG drop for that. But yeah, absolutely. And this is something that culminated, of course, well, it, it, nothing in history culminates, but it leads to things like the Obama foreign policy, where you do Zero Dark Thirty shit and you do drones and so on and so on and so on. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Also, <laughs> just talking about James Bonds, uh, Bond is like oh, hockey, yeah. as, as reckless, as cavalier in this way, as he is to M. That's something Daniel Craig forgets to ever do again. And yeah, it's that's not... what I mean. It comes up in this one only, and then just yeah. never again. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. not even Start like... thinking of Emma as like a mother figure by the end of yeah, the second it's, one. It's not even like a, a character growth, right? Hmm. Mm. It's, it's not character growth because it doesn't feel earned. Like, this movie is like an origin story in the sense that we see Bond scramble and, like, make mistakes and fuck up, which I like. I liked about this. It's it's a lot better than the sort of, like, Brosnan thing where he, like, waggles an eyebrow and appears where he needs to be. Mm. Um, but it, it just do- it doesn't last, is the thing. That's my biggest complaint about this movie is the things that it does right, it do- the franchise doesn't hold on well, to. Well, it's, it's the same as GoldenEye, right? Which was... Pierce Brosnan's first, it was their first attempt at a reboot, and it was the first time that, like, M appeared on screen as Dame Judy Goddamn Dench. Mm. And she had aspects of her character that were interesting and immediately dropped. Mm. It just, this seems to be the curse of the Bond films, where they can do one pretty decent one, and then just... <laughs> then it goes yeah. da, da, da. Da. yeah but then, yeah. then the, the prime program of the franchise reasserts itself which is to sell luxury goods to your dad yes that's and right. that's where we have to go next because Bond and like this is another departure he sets, his, he sets his own next location he breaks into M's computer and he figures out that the text that was sent saying like ellipsis and spooky red text was sent from this one club in Nassau because he never has to go to like fucking Droitwich or something. <laughs> um, and so Bond goes to the Bahamas and at this point the movie begins Cornwall, selling like you Alex things. Rider. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and the, the least earned case of the Bond theme where we get at the da-da, da-da, as a Ford Mondeo <laughs> rolls into shots. And it's like, yeah, no, just fucking laser target this to the audience's dads. 
Yeah, James Bond wants your dad to buy things, and it thinks your dad's an idiot. Yes, yes. It's Correctly? usually pretty right, with yeah. this, if these are the kind of people that are watching this. I, I almost introduced this movie as the reason why your dad got a poker set for Christmas in 2006. Um, oh, I did like a game of poker, though. Mm, so, so Bond drives his Ford My Mond. dad actually did get an Aston Martin around about this time, so I Jesus. fear that the Bond franchise may have been effective. So, so Bond drives his Ford Mondeo um, to, to, to this club. He looks on his Sony Ericsson phone, uh, which has Sony Ericsson on <laughs> that's it. That's a sentence no one should say. <laughs> he really does. It's just like he holds it up to a screen. It's just like that tiny fucking 2006 mobile phone screen and above it in big letters. Sony, Sony Ericsson. Ericsson. And I'm like, yes. oh, damn, I should buy a Sony Ericsson. I should buy a Sony Ericsson. They have the cool, like, not even clamshell. It just slips open. Um, nice. so, Don't get another so, so, phone. If you get another phone, then James Bond will be able to take it, plug it into a computer, and read all your texts because he has no boundaries. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So we get a little bit of self-parody here in a good way, which is Bond parks the car, immediately gets mistaken for a valet, by a guy driving a gold Land Rover who is dressed exactly like Goldfinger playing golf. <laughs> he's wearing the exact... You can go back and check, he's wearing the same outfit. Ah, Goldfinger! Mm-hmm. Uh... It... <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Damn you. He, he, he... He crashes that guy's car both to punish Not him the for last time I'll do that. To punish him for treating him like a service worker and also to distract the security. Gets into the security office and uses the CCTV to work out who made that text at that time. And he sees it's this guy Demetrios who is driving a 1964 Aston Martin DB5 because of course he fucking is. Yep. This, re uh -huh. this receptionist who gives him every single piece of relevant information, bearing in mind that she is a receptionist at a kind of a kind of fancy beach club, I feel like she has been responsible for a lot of people getting bumped off by hitmen. Absolutely. Because oh, she basically <laughs> just said, just like, oh, oh yeah, what, just that guy? Yeah, he's just down the way. Yeah, mm. she she points him out to him, uh, tells him that's his car, and it's like, okay, fine. Tells him his name Thanks. and address. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> like a, yeah. Oh yeah, I just want to have a chat with that guy. Do you know I happen to know his name and address? <laughs> tells him he has allergies, yeah, he's like fears of environmental. Yeah. Does he have any sort of disability that I should I should be aware of? What ethnicity is he, and would it make his uh, his friends kill him if I revealed it? Because that was a pretty sick move when I used it in Goldeneye. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, Bond, hell. Bond then fucking does the beach scene. Now, there's there's a lot to talk about about the beach scene. He gets out of the water, and it's like, ooh, this is where they invented men Bond. being hot. I also yeah. wrote this movie invented dudes being hot. <laughs> yeah, they invented Bond being an object of female desire. Uh, also, he's hairless. He's waxed. Yeah, bullshit. Fuck off. No a, way. A, a waxed Bond appears from the surf like Ursula Andress in Doctor No. Mm. Yep, he's this, the thing about smooth this like a is... handsome sea lion. Yeah, that, <laughs> and that's my fucking issue. Like, because this, this to me marks the point at which I've never seen a single like male action hero with a hairy chest since here. Like, think of fucking Connery Bond. He was just like walking around mm. with a fucking rug. rug. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it just gets to the point where you like have Chris Hemsworth, who is 
Thor. He's got this massive great beard, but he takes his shirt off and it's like a fucking boy's locker room, smooth as well. And it's like, what are you fucking doing? What's going on here? It's a difficult time for you, Devon. I'm sorry. It's um, bullshit. <laughs> I'm bringing it back, though. <laughs> so, uh, this movie came out when I was 13 years old and it absolutely, like, fucked my gender up. My notes in capital letters here say, my gender oh, must be duh. this, but I hate it. And uh, here, Alice and I are going to have to introduce the concept of uh, reverse gender dysphoria. Um, so listeners, yeah, if you are cis or if you believe that you're cis and haven't realized yet, yeah, if you haven't realized yet that you're trans <laughs> you're listening listeners, to this podcast, um, bad if news. you are trans and haven't realized yet, <laughs> put, touch your hand to the metal plate. Um, <laughs> When you haven't yet realized that you're trans, there's a temptation, like, you know that something is wrong, um, but you there's a temptation to, like, go really hard on the gender that you've been assigned because you in some way feel inadequate. Wait, and this Abigail, film was like a I fucking have, I have surgical laser-guided bomb to my brain. Yeah? I have mm. a drop for this. When when you're when you're a trans woman and you, and you don't know it yet... True, but this one overcompensates by wearing slightly masculine clothing <laughs> and more aggressive than her female colleagues. <laughs> I saved I saved that for this exact purpose. Yes. Before I came out as non-binary, when I thought I was a, a boy, idiot, um, I fucking like I went to the gym a lot and I was trying to get as wide as possible and it just never felt right. Um, and then yeah, I went through a whole lot of gender and I've come back exactly. to the point where I'm now just openly non-binary, but I'm going to the gym again and getting massive. And it feels fantastic because it's not actually the actions; it's about accepting yourself more than anything else. Hmm. Hmm. Absolutely. So Bond Bond does his one move, mm -hmm. right, which is uh, locate uh, locate hot woman in vicinity, and conveniently she is riding a horse across the beach in front mm -hmm. of him. Uh, mm. This is this is Solange, uh, who is Demetrius's girlfriend, wife, in fact. Mm. Um, touched. But Bond Bond immediately seduces her. My wife. Uh, they have my Don't wife. Get attached. I'll be honest, man. Yeah. So they. No. I mean, listen. They they the sort of terse well, no, seduction. Well, no. He plays thing. Demetrios at poker. Uh, he beats him, takes his car, and then fucks his girl. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. He he wins the Aston Martin at poker. Um, because of course he does. And then he does the sort of Daniel Craig terse seduction thing on her where he only says like one or two words. He just goes like, sex, now. And she's like, yeah, all right. Um, and at this point, like when they're fucking, we get, we enter the fedora zone, right? Because she literally goes, uh, why do I, why do I like bad men? Why can't good men be like you? And he's like, cause then they would be bad. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not I'm not buying his reasoning there. What is interesting about this scene though no, right. is that uh, well yeah oh. I mean either. what is interesting about this scene though is that um, they're still doing foreplay when she gets the call from her husband saying that he's going to Miami um, and Bond doesn't have sex with her he actually immediately no, he bails okay, we, we think as the audience that he's going to stay and have sex with this beautiful woman but actually his mind is on the mission the whole time and he's like I'm immediately out of here he, he gets blue balled Mm. We do. We do. We are given to understand that, like, he has a thing for married women, like habitually. Mm. Um, but like, whatever. He follows. He follows. Demetrius. Yeah, he, he mentions that a, a good couple of times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, my note says Bond cucked. <laughs> well, we see Demetrius talk to Lashifra, and Lashifra is like, uh, "Why did you? Why did you hire me, a guy who was being watched by the British Secret Service?" Uh, Fair question. Yeah, Not unreasonable. Yeah. And, and he, he, Le goes, "Well, I don't trust you." And Demetrius, mm-hmm. being kind of a chad here, just goes, "Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'll find you another guy. I don't need you to fucking suck me off about it. Like, fine, I'll find you another guy. We'll go to Miami. I'll find the guy. He'll do the thing." Um, so, <laughs> Bo- so Bond then follows him to another very two thousand and six thing. You remember Gunter von Hagen's? Remember uh, Body World? Body World is a fucking insane attraction, and I'm glad that this is getting what? the attention no. it deserves. I have, I have literally put in my notes the fact that part of this goes on at a fucking Body World is the most 2006 thing it is possible to be. <laughs> um, because I, anyone ever been to Body World? I have never been yeah. to it. I used to get, con- oh. I used to get constantly like alarmed by no, the. I totally by the missed it. I didn't know this was tube. real. Oh yeah, no, no, it's yeah, a real, it's real thing, and. It was. It used to be. In, it used to be in Leicester Square, and they used to. And they used to have. Um, and they used. I think it still still is open, but they used to have these like these like ad like adverts of like flayed people on the tube, and and it was just constantly just like fr- like freak like freaking me out. Um, yeah, it's insane. But I then saw uh, an interview with the guy who invented Body World, and what I want you to do is I want you to imagine a guy who exhibits flayed human bodies and whatever you have in your head that's what this guy is like and he wore this like <laughs> he wore this like like weird little kind of creepy hat and like and a monocle and like like it was very there was very sorry, I'm so sorry yeah if you google his name which is Gunther von Hagen's the first image of him that comes up on like the the sidebar of the normal google is him wearing that little hat yeah with his tongue slightly out. Yeah, and the Gross. and every single every single vibe coming off this man is all of these people were the last people who laughed at my little hat. <laughs> yeah, and in 2006, this was like everyone considered this normal. <laughs> yeah, this was a fine thing to do on a family day out in 2006. There's a mm-hmm. flayed horse there here is, and everything, which is, is at the one in London as well, yeah. actually. Bond um, Bond witnesses like a hand off of a bag, but is unable to stop it. Um, is like held at knife point by Demetrius because he fucks up and he's overconfident and rash. Turns it around on Demetrius and like kills him. Uh, and then try uh, like follows the guy with the bag, who he's only able to find through a desperate, stupid idea to just call the number that texted him and see who in the crowd picks up. And I like this. I like this a yeah, lot. I yeah. liked seeing uh, James it's Bond cool. not fucking know everything. Um, it's yeah, it's great. Um, so he follows this guy to the airport where there's a fucking little fucking cameo from fucking Richard Branson. Yeah, Another he doesn't do anything. He's just t posing in the background, <laughs> yeah. which is yes. very strange. Also, that <laughs> yes. will be the episode art, so don't worry about trying to find that image. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so Bond then follows him into the airport, but the guy changes into a cop uniform and enters a secure area through a key card. And Bond can't figure this out, so he calls M and he's like, "You should, you should tell Miami International Airport that there's going to be a giant bomb threat." I don't know where he's got the bomb thing, other than that the last guy was a bomb guy. 
But he's he is correct. He has no object yeah. permanence, so like he so he defeats one bomb guy, and so every <laughs> yeah. every subsequent by, guy. By the transitive <laughs> property, the second guy that I've met here is also a bomb guy, and he's right. Um, but then he figures out that ellipsis is, and this is this will he come did also up again get later. the text saying ellipsis though. Yeah, it, the, the reason why it's ellipsis, the word, is mm -hmm. because it's you, you've used the num the letters on the keypad, and you type out the keypad code like that, mm. um, and and that gets him through into the airport, where we get a sort of long ass chase sequence that's still quite well done. Like I, I tend to have to gloss over mm -hmm. the chase sequences in a, in a Bond movie for the it's sake cool. of the time. It's really good. Don't podcast very well, but the the gist of it is. The uh, M figures out that what this guy is trying to do is blow up a pl a, proto a prototype plane, a prototype plane, um, yes. fr from the company that Le Chiffre <laughs> has shorted the stocks of, and you see that that's what the the thing is, right? And it's I like this moment where it's revealed that it's uh, oh, it's just a fucking like stock market scam. That's what the stakes are here. They're it's really low. It's a genuinely quite good deconstruction mm. of how this movie approaches Bond is that it uses the same kind of like very some extremely spy shit happening right now music and like sweeping camera angles that movies like You Only Live Twice used for a fucking secret volcano base and a VTOL reusable spacecraft oh, totally. to reveal like, a mm. large passenger airplane in a hangar. Yes, mm. and also this this does the only other thing that this features that I like uh, mm. enough to point out is that uh, the guy that he's following, who again is never named, which I kind of like, uh, he's just like an yeah. anonymous killer. Um, he does my favorite move in any movie, which is where you try to stealthily kill someone by grabbing their head and making them look very quickly to the left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I have no idea if that's something you can do in real life. I wouldn't care to find this out, but I just like the idea. This is genuinely the best thing in really, really god-awful rotten film Olympus Has Fallen, uh, where the, <laughs> where the uh, former um, where the former special agent is like trying to is trying to like dispatch an entire North Korean like paramilitary organization and he does it pretty much but well he does it by stabbing people in the head but he also does it by doing them making them look very quickly to the left and it's just and <laughs> um, the first time he does it it's after a long fight sequence and i just and i just like thought okay so you've got one of them now what are you going to do this to every single one of them because it's taking ages <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it doesn't work if it did then then like then chiropractors would kill absolutely everyone <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like seventy percent, yeah, pops. exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah, but the important thing is Bond. Bond foils the plot. He kills the bomb maker by attaching. This hmm. guy's really cool though. Like he's he's really competent and. Yeah, he is. I'm. I'm sorry. A tiny sorry, bomb. He attaches because the bomb maker has a tiny bomb, but he's going to put it on a jet fuel tanker and crash that into the hangar. And so Bond attaches the tiny bomb to his belt and then like punches him out of the tanker. So when the when Bond is getting arrested, the bomb maker's like, "Oh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna blow it up and I'm gonna watch you die." And Bond's like, "Ha!" Ah, and he blows himself up instead. It's mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. I, so, I just wrote at this point, this will still probably affect Skyfield's stock. Yeah. Yeah. I think. <laughs> the um. The, so, so like. <laughs> like it still would probably tank it a little bit and yeah a little bit but like in any case the point of this low stakes thing is that like Le Chiffre has now uh, essentially robbed Joseph Coney of a hundred million dollars and if he doesn't find that money somewhere 
uh, he's going to be horribly killed. Right? Extremely killed. So, so M debriefs Bond. She has him injected with a tracking thing, the like radioactive blood from fucking uh, Thunderball or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then she 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 drops some knowledge on him. Right. She 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 uh, goes. When they analysed the stock market after 9/11, the CIA discovered a massive shorting of airline stocks. When the stocks hit bottom on 9/12, somebody made a fortune. Which is true. Um, it is true. It's very interesting. It, also, it's, it's, I like Judy Dench saying 9-11. M for 9-11 truth? Huh. <laughs> like, it, 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 is, yeah. it is a genuinely uh, like true thing that like someone made a shit ton of money on 9-11 on a bunch of like counterintuitive stock shorts. And it's like, okay, but you're saying in the movie that, that, that that's Le Chiffre. Like Le Chiffre yeah. did not, or like had advanced knowledge. I'm not going to tell you knowledge. how I did that, but it definitely wasn't suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> so Le Chiffre had advanced knowledge of 9-11, which Bond, of course, as we know, was unable to prevent because he was in the Scorpion Room in North Korea. Um, that's right. Imagining that is, he was... Uh, yeah, this is a new guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They gave the code name to a blonde guy this time. Yeah, he um, just also happened to be named James Bond. It's, it's yes. <laughs> so, so at this point, we can then uh, sort of fucking... God, remember when everyone lost their shit about how Daniel Craig was blonde? That was insane. Uh, it didn't Daniel last Craig until the first quite scene nice, of this movie. Quite nice blue eyes. Um, and God, do they love really highlighting that in every scene that he's... Where he looks mm. directly at the camera a bunch. Oh, I forgot! I forgot something that the movie treats about as seriously as I do. Bond gets that woman killed. Oh, the yeah. like milk yeah, that he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, completely yeah. and horribly killed and basically shrugged. Utterly murdered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And he's like, "Damn, that's crazy." Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I don't care. Uh, which M calls him out on. She's like, "Okay, fine, but that's what that is what you wanted, right?" Um, so we now set up the plot of Casino Royale. An hour into the movie, Casino Royale, which is. Uh. Better than the last one. Yeah, Le Chiffre has to win this money at, uh, in this case, it's poker instead of baccarat. But he's doing this at the Casino Royale, which is in Montenegro now. Bond is going to go in. He's going to win this poker game, and he's going to like. When Le Chiffre has no money, he's going to be forced to defect to the British and tell them everything he knows. Otherwise, Joseph Coney is going to cut his balls off. Um, yeah. And at, at this point, I really like how completely not in control the villain of this movie is. Yeah, he's he's also scrambling, which is fun. It's a movie about it's desperate good. men, which mm. I like. Um, so at this point, we we now award uh, so, is, a, a new decoration. It raises the question, hmm. a question that I've had ever since I first saw it, which is, um, why does neither Le Chiffre nor British Intelligence, nor the CIA, who we also see are playing, why does nobody cheat at this game of poker? It, it would seem to be quite easy to kind of equip. If you can equip <laughs> this spy with a fucking like secret gadget car, you can't teach him how to fucking cheat at poker. <laughs> like Bond just this like quite... like hissing. No, that's not allowed. That's against the Gentleman's whole spirit agreement. of the game. Yeah. Well, to be totally. fair, they do only put him in on this one because they're just like, yeah, lad, back to <laughs> fucking base said you're the best at poker. In you go, son. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, all right. So all at, right. This, at this point, I have to award my own little decoration here for, uh, which I like to call the Kaufman star, but for me being horny because <laughs> Eva Green appears the in this movie. Wow, wow. 
I th listen. The thing about me racing the capital. The, the thing about me is that I'm a fucking lesbian, and as such, I can't help myself. Bond is on the way to to Montenegro when Eva Green, Vespa Lind from the Treasury, uh, uh, introduces herself. <laughs> 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 She 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 you are a disgrace. I feel nothing. I'm with she Abby isn't on this blonde one. I'm and she isn't American either. I feel she's a no, great she actress and she gives a great performance. A very, like, but I yeah, feel no, my I, notes literally say I feel up. nothing. So do I. Well <laughs> I'm not going to pursue this line of inquiry. What I am going to say is that they have this conversation where they sort of mutually like insult each other in very searching ways mm. at the at the end of it bond says she asks him how he's feeling i mean how how the lamb dish he was eating was and he, he says skewered one sympathizes which i like a lot um that was a fun line yeah so so he <laughs> reads her and uh, again the vibe is very much james bond meets a transgender woman true but this one overcompensates by wearing slightly masculine clothing being more aggressive than <laughs> female colleagues Whereas in terms she... of the masculine clothing, by the way, that she wears throughout this entire movie, it is the most beautiful dresses I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> yeah. She's not even wearing pants. She's not wearing trousers. Yeah. Like what? It's um... yeah. It's... I mean, I don't. That's I... not cut low enough. What are you, a man? I, I, I don't. I don't actually know quite what he means by her alleged masculine tailoring here. Um, I can and I can only assume that. Bond thinks that, like, as long as a dress is like not in girl colours, it's a man's dress. <laughs> Soft dress is black. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, this here? is a, this she, is a man's she, yeah. colour, and therefore that is a man dress. Yeah, he she, walks she, out wearing she, that himself. He can't go into the women's <laughs> toilet wearing floor. that. So, so she she gets into his insecurities, which are about like being an outsider and a killer, and like, uh, you know going to fancy schools by someone else's charity and, you know, feeling uh, like, uh, you know, bullied for this. But the movie has to sell your dad something, if your dad is rich enough. So, what she says is, she, she talks about, like, former SAS types with easy smiles and... Expensive watches. Rolex. Omega. Beautiful. Omega. So... That's that's my an brother did buy an Omega thing. watch after this film, and he of still has it. Of course, he nice. fucking did. Uh, I, I think it's Alice, very can, funny. Alice, can to we like... have a quick watch check? Uh... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, I am I, I am wearing a watch that <laughs> imitates <laughs> a Rolex Submariner, so I'm I'm not. I, but the thing is, right? Like, what's interesting is this: this is something that shows the Bond franchises age, right? Because Sean Connery had a Rolex when a Rolex cost the equivalent of 500 quid, right? Mm. Uh, the, it was a nice watch, it was a luxury good, but it was like a tool watch. It was something that you could wear to like go bang off corals diving in the Bahamas or whatever. Whereas now, your Rolex or your Omega costs uh, you know, like an order of magnitude more than that. And if you have one, you never take it out of the case except to like look at it lovingly. Right, it's gone from like a uh, you know a luxury item that has some practical use to something that no one will ever be able to afford unless I guess you're Abby's brother, and you're so like it, it's it's this you know status marker more than anything else. <gasps> My brother James Bond. Your brother James Bond uh, bought bought an Omega from this. 
Um, and it's it's interesting because like this became more and more of a thing. Um, mm -hmm. Daniel Craig is a watch guy. Uh, that was like that was his big perk. That was like part of how they got him to do No Time to Die. Was o Omega let him design uh, his own No Time to Die edition Omega, and it's a very nice watch. Uh, it just is tainted by the fact that it, Damn, it that has, is pretty you know, sick actually <laughs> Bond watch. It is nice. I'm so it has happy this, like, him. That's so cool. Desperate to get him back. In my, for fucking in no my head, it's so funny. In my head, it's a kind of Thomas the Tank Engine face on on, on, the, on, the, on the Amiga, and that's what Craig designed as the Bond watch. <laughs> it's just shaped like Daniel Craig's head. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that shit where like the hands do like little spirals. <laughs> Listen, the, be the best the, the best watch that Daniel Craig has worn in a movie is still the like uh 60s Omega Omega Deville in, in, in Knives Out. But anyway, uh so Bond and Omega Vesper Deville. Omega. But Bond Vesper and Bond Omega go to Montenegro and Bond is handed their legends, their cover story, right? Uh where he has a fake name and they're madly in love, and I think he actually does the, like old movie thing where he ta he like takes the piss by saying, "Oh yeah, your fake name is uh, Stephanie Broadchest." Yeah, I did uh, like that. Yeah, sure. Um, but when they get to the uh, the check-in desk, because James Bond is inherently a, a reckless, like cavalier guy, he's like, "Yeah, it's James Bond. This is my friend from the Treasury." Uh, <laughs> off of. A hunch that Lashif will already know who he is, and therefore he's just like fucking with his head a bit. Um, and I mean, I kind, of, I kind of like it actually, to be honest. Um, plus, it's an excuse for him to do the like Bond James Bond thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, well, he doesn't even do that. Doesn't mm -hmm. do it until the very end of the movie. He doesn't do it I, yet. Yeah. Doesn't mm, do it yet. Right. Well, in any case, they meet their contact, who is a, a French guy called René Mathis. Uh, and we see that he is this sort of, like, underhand spy. So, like, the way in which he shows this is, Le Chiffre has bought the chief of police. So Mathis has uh, inadvertently, like, manipulated his deputy to get him arrested uh, for corruption. Uh, and photoshopped some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have an entertaining, an entertaining line here. He's Karen Bay. Photoshop these days, isn't it? Yeah, Ali, Ali Karen Bay is in this movie, but he's French. Uh, French Ali Karen Bay. I think it's important to note that this is the point in the film that Eva Green uh, starts to wear a succession of dresses, and so it's also the point in the film where I completely lose the thread of the plot. So at this yes. point, I no longer know or understand really what happens for the subsequent two hours of yeah, the film. Yeah, this is this this is also yeah, going to be a problem for, for, for me, and this is difficult because I'm you know running the podcast. Uh, there's. That, mm, so so there's the scene where they like both David and I dress. will proceed like monks we feel nothing although she does have really good chemistry yeah, half with Daniel monk, Craig half monk half hitman well to be fair I'm very horny for Mads Mikkelsen as anyone with a fucking pulse <laughs> is but I, I can control this I mm. think so they, so, so they have this kind of like mutual like loathing sort of sparring kind of like seduction thing which I like a lot also there's a the, so there's the scene where they both get dressed right and she's wearing the, the Hollywood edition of like what a woman with no makeup on looks like mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and perfect face flawless <laughs> absolutely love it wish I could get mine to look anything <laughs> like it um and but she gets him a tuxedo like a new one um and 
when he tries it on and he does the like James Bond looks in the mirror, she laughs at him. <laughs> And that I really oh, like that. I like so the hot. idea. That it's, it's like... so hot. It's cute. <laughs> this is this is where I do that thing that if you go on like any Breaking Bad clip on YouTube, the comments are all just full of people going, "This is the moment he truly became Heisenberg." Well, ironically, <laughs> at this point, this is me. I wrote down in my notes, "This is the moment he finally became James Bonds." Yes. Yeah. She she molds him into James Bonds. Mm-hmm. She um, she bonds him up. She does, but she, she she also like uh you know the the tuxedo is like this ridiculous costume, and you get the sense yep. that they're you know interested in each other for something more than that, which I like a lot. Mm. Anyway, now we have to play an hour and a half of poker. So uh, I, I I listen, I glossed over this a lot. This is thrilling to me. It's <laughs> I I quite like this. I don't know. They, Do you know they there, play though? so you know much who's poker. Is- who's there? Yeah, I like it too. Jeffrey Wright is there. We later find Jeffrey Wright is Felix Leiter. He's black now and his legs have grown back, so that's good. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's had enough time to grow his legs back. And well, see, he, he, he just, well, there's no reason Felix Leiter can't be a code name. Or alternatively, he's just a different guy who happens to have the same name. Um, so Bond loses badly. No, but no, it's the same guy. He... <laughs> same guy, obviously. But Bond loses badly, but enough to figure out that Le Chiffre has a tell, and he he conveys this information to Vesper and to Mathis, that when he is, like, bluffing, he starts weeping blood. A thing that you would think would be more That's of a, a handicap. That's a pretty heavy tell, honestly, as far as Like, isn't a tell meant to be, like, a little, no, like, no, twitch or some, like, unconscious His, his tell is though. the thing he does with the chips. Well, yeah, but like that's no, no, no. What he he, he flips his, his he flips his chips around his fingers when he's buffing. It's not he he cries blood when he's sad. Mm. But you can you, you can like exe- a... you can execute the double bluff here, which is doing something which is doing something quite like arresting when you're when you've actually got a really good hand. Well, that's exactly what he does now. Yeah, 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 yeah no, I, no, I, I understand that because he like because mm. he because he, cause he fake, as far as I can understand because Eva Green is wearing a very purple dress. And like, it's very purple, and she has, very low cut. She has no business looking good in a purple dress. That dress is a fucking coast ass bridesmaid's dress, and she looks <laughs> phenomenal in it. And I have, I, uh, it shouldn't be I'm allowed. Just, mm, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking about her hair. Um, I wish, I wish, I wish my hair looked anything like. Anyway, Bond so, um, orders a Gordon's gin at a ten million dollar buy-in poker table. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this caused me to have a. Heart condition. He does, yeah. Ugh. He orders it with Kino which he you can't get f- anymore. Not anymore. You can't make this fucking thing. He they should have made a joke out of it, actually. A, a fucking martini. And then he goes, wait a minute. And then he explains how to make it to the bar staff because he's inventing a new drink in the moment here. He goes, yeah, three points of fucking Gordon's, one of vodka, no brand name on the vodka, that's fine. One of Kino Lille shaken with a thin peel of lemon. And everyone at the table goes, that sounds great. I'd like one too. Except and later Maz on, he's... Mickelson. Yeah, Matt Mickelson, who goes, do you guys mind if we fucking play some poker now? Yeah, I, I, I owe $100 million to Joseph Coney. Can we fucking please? <laughs> guys, I'd love to. Except Matt Mickelson, who goes, Gordon's <laughs> fucking really? Yeah, he's like, do you mind if we do not, if we skip the fucking mixology masterclass? Because. A tank array, I would maybe accept. But Bond but like swaying across the God? table. Yeah, three measures of Bombay <laughs> Sapphire. Mixology uh, masterclass with Max Middleston. Max Mix- <laughs> I fucking can't even say it. 
Max Middleston. Max Middleston. <laughs> so, well, yeah, Bond, no. Bond's got to get to his book club, so that's why he's got to be, have a few couple of Gordons in before he <laughs> before he heads off. So, so unbelievable drink order. Yeah, I'll have a fucking spice. I'll have a fucking did spiced rum and uh you got pepsi <laughs> yeah maraschino cherry in there as well a, why not shoot me in the head have a cheeky vimto over ice in like a coupe glass thanks um so lashif goes back to his room with with his girlfriend <laughs> and i mean i'm mentioning his girlfriend valenka largely for abby's purposes because like you know equal time for horniness on this podcast Barely in it, but she is also quite attractive. Thank you. Yes, it is now my turn to become horny because this woman right is blonde and mm -hmm. American. But surprise, surprise, Joseph Coney is in the hotel room with a machete. And he is very ah, put You hate to see that. He is he is put out by the fact that he doesn't have his money. So much so that he threatens to cut uh Mads Mickelson's girlfriend's hand off with a machete, and then observes to his amusement. Uh, yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He's just like, yeah, okay. And he, he, he tells his girlfriend, yeah, you should probably find a new boyfriend. He really doesn't give a fuck. Um, at this point, right, they leave. Like, um, Joseph Coney and his bodyguard, they leave. But they see Bond's earpiece, thus making Bond a giant fucking hypocrite for, like, owning Carter about his earpiece game. Um... And they kick him into a stairwell, and we have a stairwell fight with a machete. Mm. Every, fight. every single fire exit that Eva Green tries is locked. And the, the fucking fire safety standards of the Casino Royale, <laughs> atrocious. Don't lock Welcome a fire. It's got the. There's your problem. A podcast. I don't know engineering what kind slides. of laws they've got down in Montenegro. It's got a push bar. It's got a push bar on it. Why is it locked? <laughs> Um, How so, do you even lock it? How did yeah. that happen? Um, but yeah, no, so there's a, there's a fight, and it's quite good. It's a quite good fight. They're very competent at making these movies by this point. Yeah, um, and, and, but... and the thing is, like, Bond kills Joseph Coney horribly. The result yeah. is that Bond kills Joseph Co Well, maybe not specifically him, but yeah, no, I think it is even Joseph Coney. Yeah, it's Joseph Bond Coney. kills Joseph Coney, and he requires Eva's help a little bit to do it. Yeah, she has to look at him her up. fucking strangling him to death death right um and as such she is quite reasonably traumatized and i wrote this is the moment he truly became james bond yeah he this is the i'm saying this about every scene this is, this is the <laughs> time you become Nudging james my bond no, sorry this james is no sorry bond. this is the moment when he turns into a story for the girls group chat i don't care like, this, <laughs> like, this, just went on a date with this guy and he strangled an african warlord to death in front of me what should i and do and then he started sucking my fingers to comfort me <laughs> yeah, I also, yeah i also wrote <laughs> that down the finger suck the finger suck we're gonna yeah. talk about the finger suck because okay, we'll get to it we'll get this to it. man <laughs> is now known to all of eva green's friends as the finger suck guy that's that <laughs> that is all i'm she's saying in, she's he's in her <laughs> phone as like the finger emoji yeah. and the tongue emoji yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, so, 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 at, so at this point, Bond has killed the only reason for Lashifra to still be playing, right? Uh, but his 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 girlfriend Vespa is sad, and we know she's sad because she's doing a normal girl thing, sitting in the shower completely closed while it's cold, being sad. Yeah. Um, this happens can, a lot. Can confirm. I do this all the time. 
Absolutely. You can't tell that you're crying if a shower's on. Beep, it beep, doesn't beep, help beep. that you're check. wearing all of can, your clothes. Can indeed, can indeed confirm this is what girls do. Mm-hmm. This is feminine coded behavior. Girls be, girls be sitting in the shower, uh, but like, you know, do I sit in the shower clothes and cry like an ATP? <laughs> <laughs> so Bond, Bond in like quite a touching scene, I think. He just sits in there with her, right? Like, and, and he's then like. He- yeah, it's, it's then, quite a genuinely touching scene, and then yeah, he does 9-11 it by doing something that is nonsier than anything Roger Moore yeah, ever she, did. She, she, she goes, I've got blood on my hands and it's not coming off, which you think is about Joseph Coney, and partly is, but it's also like also part of her habit of every scene saying some, I have a deep secret James shit to him that he does not pick up on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she, he, she goes, I've got blood on my hands, and then he sucks Two of her fingers sequentially. Yep. Oh, is that blood? Yep. <laughs> oh, nice blood you there. got here. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's not good. Oh, wait, wait, good. no, no. Hang on, hang on. You missed a bit. Dracula, Bond. Yeah, Lady Macbeth just needed a guy to do this, frankly. So, so we we we, we, we yeah leave we this guy immediately. Like, this is for the group chat. Yeah. Get this out of here. We we now have to like play another hour and a half of poker, which Bond does. But because he has misidentified Le Chiffre's tower, and Mathis and also just explains somehow, the rules of poker to the audience, which is very boring. Oh, fucking Mathis explaining poker! Every second shot is Mathis going to Eva Green. You know. The poker is when you have to match the the cards. Now that third card is called the river, and it's like fuck off, dude, shut up. If you, the fifth if, card's called the river. I know, I know, but I don't care. Um, I know, I know, but you know it's, as well. It, I, <laughs> it's so. Yeah, so it's, it's like it's it's this weird thing where like every previous movie, no one making fucking like Doctor No thought anyone watching knew how to play baccarat. They were just confident enough in their ability at filmmaking and like the actors at acting to like give you mm. the sense of what was going on from the way people reacted to it. Like you you watch a hand of baccarat happen and the guy goes fucking like à la banque and you look to Jane Bonds to see oh shit is that good or not? I think I can I think I can explain this because like we've like we have no we have noticed so far that this entire film is sponsored by various luxury goods right but what people hmm. don't really yes. don't really know it's a, it's a hidden fact about this film is that a promotional consideration was furnished by a series of instructional poker DVDs um, and this has been kind of missed from the kind of the conversation about product placement and so that's why that's in there. Yeah. So, so Bond. If you want to watch Bond, a good hmm. movie about fucking playing cards? You could watch The Card Counter with Oscar Isaac, hmm. which is a legitimately good. I movie. actually did learn how to play poker as a result of this film, um, and did get quite good at it. Yeah. So, so, so Bond, Bond goes all in, but because Le Chiffre knows that he had like has misidentified his tell from someone, and a shadowy Mathis-shaped figure <laughs> appears. He thinks that the chief's tell is like a massive cartoon sweat drop appearing, and him tugging at his collar and going, "Oh boy, oh, oh boy, oh no, oh boy, I'm bluffing he here. I'm having yeah. a good oh, old bluff." <laughs> God, I hope they don't know I'm bluffing. Le Chiffre <laughs> double reverse backflip gender dysphoria bluffs him, and uh, Bond loses all of his money. And it's $5 million to buy in, and because Vesper is pissed at him, she won't give him yeah, money. Yeah, over the, over the sucking incident. Yeah, over the. She's like, I'm not going to give you five million dollars because you sucked two of my fingers in just in the shower, like not even in a sex context. Just. And he's like, I'll do, I'll do the other three. If that'll, if that'll make you oh, give me the five mil. Oh, 
Hand them over. So, so Bond's Bond's immediate next move is I'm going to grab a million a, a finger. I'm going to grab a <laughs> steak knife from a table and attempt to stab Le Chiffre because uh, I'm a very dumb person. He, but, yeah, he. The thing I like about this James Bond is that he's dumb as <laughs> shit. Mm -hmm, absolutely, moron. Perfect I think it's good characterization. <laughs> Uh, but Himbo he bond. is held back by Felix Leiter, who goes, "Yeah, who goes? Yeah. I, I'm I'm Felix Leiter from the CIA. Uh, I have my arms and legs back, and also I'm not gay anymore. Um, but I am but black. I, so. Again, yeah. Uh, Don't like making soup as much this time. Again, fuck. You're right. He was in Never Say Never Again. That's right. <laughs> and he goes, "I'm from the CIA. Yeah, he was, I'll yeah. give you the five million dollars." If if you like let the CIA take in Le Chiffre instead of MI6. And Bond goes, just goes, yeah, sure, fine. Um, comes back to the table, immediately poisoned. Just, just a, a, instantly a poisoned. Classic Bond move. Um <laughs> Valenka, the like hot American girlfriend, just slips something into his drink. And he is he, he just like, yeah, just uh, moron. Perfect moron. Um I mean, really good use of shaky cam in this in this being poisoned sequence. Though it's really nicely shot. Oh yeah, like the the like the, the the poison scene still has like a creeping horror for me. I really like it. But um, she poisons him with digitalis, and he like stumbles towards uh, the bathroom to like make himself throw up, and then to his car, where he gets on the phone with MI6, who are like, uh, you you have to do some stuff from the movie The Rock. You have to inject yourself in the heart with the fucking adrenaline or the neck with the adrenaline or whatever, and then use this <laughs> defibrillator that we have in the car. This is Bond's like only real gadget. And I kind of yeah, it's nice. It's um, nice. It's set up briefly earlier when he opens the wrong like <laughs> shelf in his car and you're like, yeah. uh, I see a thing. And then he closes mm -hmm. it very quickly and puts like a gun instead. I'm like, oh. Yes. But yes, so he's being poisoned by a foxglove. Mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, at, th at this point, like he collapses before he can hit the button because he hasn't wired it properly, and Eva Green comes, Vesper comes, and saves his life by hitting the button. Um, and she she goes, "You're not gonna go back in there," but knowing that it will like uh, fuck up Le Chiffre's mind the most, he just like throws himself immediately back into the game. Now he cleans himself up. He sits back down, normal. Like, and mm -hmm. the she's like, "Oh, hey." He's like, "Sorry, <laughs> had to step out for a minute. That last hand nearly killed me." And I went, "Wow, Bond." It's the moment to me that he truly became general. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, at, at this point, Bond wins, right? Because he knows the is real tell, and he out triple double reverse gender dysphoria bluffs him uh, into losing all of his money. You get a classic final hand of poker, ass hand of poker, where everyone's got at least a fucking royal flush or some yeah, shit. Yeah, fuck off. And oh, yeah. full house, fucking sixes, mm -hmm. fuck off. Mm -hmm. Jack's um, full of sixes. <laughs> so, so, so Vesper and Bond then talk to each other over dinner afterwards, and this is the most James Bond. I have a terrible secret, but I also I I won't tell you. Ass conversation <laughs> in her repertoire, and she has a lot of those in her repertoire. She's very, Craig she's very fortunate this... that Bond is in is throughout this film, not just with her, is entirely incurious. Like he, ne yes. he never asks questions about about anything. Um, Which does a direct of face hammers of the fucking mm. characterization. Mm. My apologies. Even from earlier on, where he's like, 
yeah, I found out your name because I wanted to, M. Mm. And it's like, but, but that's not the same guy anymore. <laughs> like, he's yeah. just, he's hanging out with this woman who's just like, I've got blood on my hands and it'll never come off. And he's like, damn, that's crazy. Let me suck them <laughs> fingers, though. Yeah, like, like you've been distracted like... by something that wasn't even a distraction. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to spoil. It's really yeah. nice, though, that. Uh... Here's, here's the thing. I'm going to spoil the Craig, the he... Craig movies for you. And the thing about the Craig movies is that Vespa Lind is an agent of Spectre. She's like blackmailed into doing it, right? Uh. And every fucking time she says something, it's like very, very obvious in hindsight, and probably with foresight too, if you weren't 13 when this movie came out, that what she's saying is she's about to go, James, I am an agent of Spectre and I need your help because I'm being blackmailed. she can't due to the fact that they haven't got the licensing to say the name Spectre, oh, yeah, so she just can't to... do it. Due, due to a geist that's been placed on her, um, which is it's it's literally in the form of like you know uh, a ribbon tied around her neck that's gonna fucking take like, her head fully. off if she she unfurls it because she has a necklace that is an Algerian love knot. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Uh huh. And she she's she received the love knot from somebody Bond deduces, mm-hmm. and therefore. Th- therefore, therefore, I'm gonna respect him and like not, you know, put the moves on you too hard. And she goes, "Oh, Spect, I mean, Ma- Mathis needs me." Um, yeah, it's quite leaves, sweet. Immediately gets kidnapped. Um, like she just gets bundled into a car. Um, Bond gives chase, like in the original Casino Royale. But unlike in the original Casino Royale, Daniel Craig showed up to film this scene, so he drives the car. <laughs> Uh, but they have left Vespa like tied up in the middle of the road, so he has to swerve to avoid her and knocks himself unconscious. There's a lot of fucking variables in this plan. It was a bad plan. <laughs> it's not a great plan. It's mm, so. I mean, listen. You you, you know mm. what we have to do in this in this movie next. You knew it was coming. I'm just gonna. I just listen. Before we get ball to that, from Wikipedia. The free mm-hmm. encyclopedia at en.wikipedia.org. Cock and ball torture, CBT, is a sexual activity involving torture of male genitals. This may involve directly painful activities such as wax play, genital spanking, squeezing. <laughs> yes. Now, the thing, I very quickly before we get into the cock and ball torture thing, which I'm sure all of you fucking pieces of shit listening to this have been prepping for for a year, I would like to highlight Mads Mikkelsen's acting is so fucking incredible. Like, when he realizes that he's lost the game of poker, it's like after so many Bond films Mix I'm like, Madison, oh, Mac- Maximum Mick Mac- yeah. Mac- yeah Mix Mad Max <laughs> Manchester Maximum Max- Max- Mad Max Mickelson yeah <laughs> that's what they call him in the business <laughs> Mad Max Macklemore yeah Mad he's Max- doing really Max- well <laughs> he, his acting is phenomenal <laughs> alright do the fucking balls <laughs> sit back in my chair go on <laughs> so yeah no he takes he manages to take Bond and Vesper alive uh, it takes them off to be tortured separately, and at this point, I just I simply want to write down here that um, uh, Lashifra's girlfriend, absolute ride or die. She's like, oh, you, you you're gonna you're gonna torture this girl in the other room. Fuck, am I in for this? I'm just gonna go in there and like help, I guess. I mean, yeah. I, queen, absolutely, absolutely. Um, 
so at this point we get into the cock and ball torture thing. But first, so so uh, the Shifra has Bond stripped naked. He looks like a side of beef as I'm tied to a chair with the seat cut out, and he he fucking goes. Wow, you've taken good care of your buddy. Perfect line. Perfect. No notes. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> it to me that that just has the fucking like ring of psychomantis reading off of a PS1 memory card. You know? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. 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 Wow, you've taken Wow. I, I can't help but do it in, in like walking voice. Wow, wow you've taken <laughs> great care of your body. You two are kill walking talking of fucking Roger Moore. <laughs> yeah, wow. this this movie with You've old ass right Roger Moore of your body. <laughs> old ass Roger Moore getting the shit whipped out of his pocket balls. Yeah, and they should have done it. And they were cowards for not. <laughs> so, like you also, by the way, and there's something another I line. I find the length made... of rope indispensable. Fuck <laughs> yeah. off. There's also a line in the scene where um, Bond and fucking oh, uh, yeah. Rena that where he's no, don't worry, it's not fun. Where he's talking about the fu he's still drinking the fucking Gordon's shit that he made up, <laughs> and he literally he's like, I think I'll name this the Vesper because oh. da -da -da -da, when you've had one, you never want to go back to anything else. Um, and that's the origin of why he's only ever drinking vodka martini. <laughs> She also laughs at him for it. Yeah, but and she should. Yeah. So th there's one other Ridiculous. bit, right? Right, right before Lashifra whips the shit out of Daniel Craig's cock and balls, he goes. I never understood all these elaborate tortures. Now, bear in mind, bear that in mind for future Craig movies, right? Because that idea of like a more stripped down, realistic torture scene does not fucking hang around. Um, so yeah, he he whips the shit out of Bond's cock and balls. To get him to tell him. It's also hmm. sorry to interrupt. It's a weird thing to say in the context of a universe in which he has not seen the James yeah. Bond films, because he's like, I never understood these elaborate tortures, dude. What elaborate tortures? What are you talking about? Have you seen the other <laughs> films? What's going on? I I I never understood those elaborate tortures from uh, wacky races. Um, I never understood that time when you got when you were the same guy strapped to a table with a laser going towards your dick very slowly. <laughs> So, so he what he wants is the like account number and password to to like transfer the money to pay off not Joseph Coney now but someone else. Um, and Bond won't give it to him. Bond like taunts him throughout like being tortured. Um, oh, it's hot. It, he he makes it's jokes. Really it's hot. so it's hot. He's so hot. It's so hot. He's Le Chiffre quite rightly points out that he could kill both of them. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. Bond is still doing bits. He's a brassy fucking sub, um, mm. and so, like, just as Le Chiffre is about to kill him, who is it but creepy white guy from from Uganda, Mister White? We don't know that's his name yet, but that's his name. Uh, he's there with a gun, and he, he, like, uh, name. yeah, Le Chiffre goes, "Wait, I can get you the money," and baller line alert. He goes, my organization, Spectre, from the movie Spectre. Spectre. Legally, Spectre, I can't call it Spectre yet, though. Spectre, uh, it, it, money isn't as important to our organization as knowing who to trust and fucking domes him off right there and then. Perfect. Oh, my God. Is this when we yeah. find out that Alice doesn't know what domes him off means? 
No, I'm saying it wrong on purpose. <laughs> okay. It's very... Because well, I think it's a funny it. Yeah, yeah We've think been so. using wildly different definitions. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it, like, if I, said he, if I said he domed him, right, that would say that would imply that he, as he does, shoots him in the head. Okay. But I like to say domes him off because it implies that he, like, sucks his penis, like, to completion. May, may I make two short interjections? Yes. One of them. That's sort of a purpose. One of them. Thank you very much, Dev. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was uncalled for. Purpose. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a number of thatchers deep. Thatchers. Yeah. Mm. Do, you, do you call that something? You've got a special, uh, special little name for that uh, that drink there. Called a Phoebe. <laughs> um. No. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so here, here are my two interjections. One of them is a bit of a spoiler, um, and that is bearing in mind, bearing in mind that he has up until this point been like actively and publicly gawping at this woman. When they're trying to get the password out of him, and it turns out that he's used her name. Hmm. Why would you not think? Well, should we try his girlfriend's name? I know it's stupid, yeah, but like, as a joke, but like, yeah, it's not gonna be yeah, that like, because this guy's MI six. He's a professional. He knows what he's doing. He's not some. He's not some fucking amateur. But should we just try his girlfriend's name? Yeah, it's like yeah, that, how that's... many shots of this do you get, right? Like that's, that's like my second try. Yeah, my second my second try is Vesper. My first try is because it has to be six numbers or more. My first try is double o seven double o seven. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> my first try is ladies love that. cool James. yeah so that's my that's my first interjection and the second interjection is and i hadn't really noticed this until about halfway through this film and it's that daniel craig has two bond voices and one of them is uh yes i went to eden and i was a outsider and but you know i i learned to fit in and now i can now I can shoot yeah, and now bond. I can shoot and fuck and the other the other voice that he does which is when he's not concentrating and he's actually acting is Starmer <laughs> that was a little what? bit it's what? like imagine a like a voice trained Starmer like if that you, you okay remember back in back in the 80s they had to get some an advertising agency in to teach Margaret Thatcher to speak in a way that didn't frighten people so she ha- so she developed this very like mellow soothing trained oh i remember voice. margaret thatcher's mellow soothing trained voice <laughs> And it's like it's like it's still it's still faintly horrifying, but she got taught how to do it. So if you imagine that they had, that they decided to bring in someone someone to do something similar with Starmer, what they would end up with is very similar to the Daniel Craig Bond voice. Oh, really, Mister Bond? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, fuck yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. God, imagine having two voices. That's that's just freaky. That's weird. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm gripping the fucking table. Jesus. Okay, let's not. Yeah, uh, I, right. Moving on. Ooh. Moving on so swiftly. So, yeah, so, I'm not so, gonna do it. So, so Bond. Bond wakes. I'm not, up. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Okay. 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 I don't Bo- believe you. This is actually making me think it's more likely. But Bo- Bond yeah. wakes up in hospital. I welcome. This is genuinely the fastest and cleanest death a Bond villain has ever gotten so far. 
Yeah, he just gets like he doesn't he get weird tapped. shit. Yeah, he, he just doesn't gets get shot put in the head. In a fucking maggot drawer. He doesn't fall into a rock crusher. Mm -hmm. yeah, he, he just dies surprised, which I like. He just Jesus. gets <laughs> just gets domed off. Um. So yeah. Um. Bond wakes up in hospital, where he immediately gets Mathis arrested as a double agent, and then fucking brains genius. Prognosis. Someone's beaten the absolute shit out of your dick and balls, <laughs> yeah. yeah, your dick and balls look really fucked up. Didn't check the rest of you. Um, you look, yeah, the rest of you are absolutely fine, normal even. Yeah. Dick and balls, balls like hammered perfectly paste. concave. <laughs> what do you got there, pal? We got you a replacement set of dick and balls. <laughs> we got you a replacement set. And then he's like, where's Eva Green? And they're like, who do you think donated the dick <laughs> <No>. and balls? <laughs> <laughs> So, so at this point, he goes, "Ah, that's that double agent sorted forever." I'm afraid I sold my dick and balls to buy you a comb for your perfect blonde hair. Wait, who's who's this walking into the scene? Uh, and she's not wearing her weird love knot anymore. Uh, it's Eva Green, and every mm. fucking line that she has is. Hmm. Yeah, you know the thing about me, right? Is as as a joke, right? Would it wouldn't it be funny? Would you be mad at me? Like <laughs> hypothetically, would you be upset? Yeah, yeah. She's like <laughs> yeah. everything she says is like tentatively trying to broach the whole working specter thing, and she's like not doing it. Um. She so, genuinely does talk like someone who wants to talk about Spectre but is legally unable to due to a different guy having. The copyright well, it's all, it. it's all Sony, so she could call it Spider Man. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah I'm an agent of Spider Man. Spider Man? I'm an agent of Spider Man. Also, I, I noted down here something about the location scouting, which is that Morbon's location scouting was like find country, sought by most iconic landmarks. Mm. Whereas this one seems to be just like quite genuinely lovely little vistas. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot better now. Strange to send MI6 agents. To the to like oh, this one, is, this isn't. Oh God, what are you talking about? This is Lake Lugano. I don't know what the fuck that is. Switzerland and Italy. Um, it's. I mean, it is strange. That's to too like... many countries. Oh, it's a. It's a very, very beautiful place. I've. I've actually. I've been there. George Clooney has a house there. Yeah, well, yeah when you were George Clooney. George very, Clooney. Very famous. Yeah. Uh, so interesting. It, it is weird to send MI6 agents to a hospital in Switzerland. In any case, yeah, yeah, um, exactly. I don't know Bond... what the most iconic landmarks of Switzerland are because I don't respect it. But Bond breaks... huge cuckoo clock. <laughs> Bond Bond breaks a fucking like country network security <laughs> rule because he just fucking tells Eva Green, "Oh, hey, your name is the password," and she set she fucking types in. The, the destination account and sends it and is like, well, that's gone back to London. Also, I'm going to look really sad for mysterious reasons. The thing about... He's like, the password is uh, ladies love cool James panties <laughs> double S <laughs> exclamation mark. The, the thing is, and the guy that I want to give the fucking goodnight to, we haven't mentioned yet, <laughs> who is the Mendel. guy who has the fucking the money. Uh, he's just called Herr Mendel. Yay! He is having a great time from start to finish. He shows up in a scene. He's like, "Oh, fucking 150 million on the play, boys!" And then he rolls up there, and he's like, "Won't take up much he of your time." He doesn't know that this is all to finance terrorism. He, has he thinks no it's all about idea. board. He's just, he's just having a he's nice just excited. time. It's a casino. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bond, Bond like taunts him a bit. He's like, "Oh, you didn't bring any chocolates, did you?" And he laughs like it's unironically the funniest thing he's ever heard in his life. I love him. Genuinely he is love so him. So pure of heart. 
Perfect. The Swiss banker having a nice, nice little. So, so, oh, can't so be Swiss, we, we, th- we then we then get a, a like a couple of sequences where Bond and Vesper kind of talk past each other. Unfortunately, right? a Swiss banker has never done anything wrong ever. So absolutely. So that's very <laughs> fortunate. Yeah. So so yeah, he he tells her he's mm-hmm. going to resign, and in a in a line that has aged bitterly considering the Craig movies. He goes, You do what I do for too long, and there won't be any soul left to salvage. I'm I'm gonna be mm. holding that button down the whole length of the No Time to Die episode. Mm-hmm. You do what I do for long enough and it just becomes soulless. Um but so he's getting out and he's taking Vesper with him and they're gonna be hobos, essentially, is the vibe. Um mm. They they go to Venice yeah. because mm-hmm. it's I don't know, it's close. They fuck a lot because they're madly in love. But the whole time she's still like, oh, I have I have a secret and I it makes me very sad. Uh and yeah. So she then gets she's, she's like literally it like even in the hmm. scene right, okay. She's like, I'm just gonna go to the bank now. Gotta go, James. See you later. Incidentally, I have taken off the ribbon that is around my neck. Mm-hmm. And he, like, highlights it in that scene as she's <laughs> leaving. And it's like, God, I hope she survives, hey? And mm-hmm. incidentally, decide, decides to sort of wear literally the, one of the most eye-catching dresses I've ever seen. So just, in ca- so just in case someone wanted to follow her through the narrow, twisty streets of Venice, they could do so really quite easily and then she kind of does this sort of like i'd actually really like to talk to you about my secret and he pretty much goes like oh god what now women am i right games on have having heineken simple as um so so like because bond is the least curious person ever in regards Hmm. to the necklace sorry i've got a a no rundown in regards to having taken off a necklace she goes i think it's time Sometimes you can forget the past. And the entire <laughs> thematic through line of the Craig Bonds is no, you fucking can't. Mm-hmm. Which I <laughs> like, like. I like that as a cohesive like thing for it. But mm-hmm. yeah, she's she's not subtle. She's so unsubtle. She has to leave yeah. her phone behind and then she has to fucking text it the number of the guy who the fucking creepy guy, Mr. White. Just in case he forgets to check her phone, she she's had spent enough time with James that she knows he mm-hmm. she has to spell this one out for yeah. him. She yeah, really yeah. has. She to leaves make this, this as clear like as possible. trail of not just breadcrumbs but fucking loaf. Yeah, he's very he's very, he's very incurious, but he's also really nosy. Loves. So she knows that if she leaves her phone, <laughs> he will look at it, but he doesn't know why. Just not a even perfect like what strip of baguettes lined he's, up. Two baguettes, and she's he's cut one in half to make it He's gonna see the girls' group chat where arrow. he's referred to as like the finger sucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she. So, so eventually, Bond becomes curious enough to she's, figure he's out. He's gonna get back and be like, "Why am I in your phone as like finger and tongue emojis?" <laughs> I was about to do that joke. Too. <laughs> she, she, fi- she. Fi- Bond finally fucking figures out. Oh wait, she transferred the money not to MI6. But yeah, and he to... only figures it out because he gets a fucking call from M that was like, yeah, I got your message about resigning. We'll have a chat about that in a minute. Uh, lad from the Treasury yeah, here, interested cool. to find out where the dollars are. Uh-huh. To which he goes, mental. Wait a minute. Uh, wait, huh? <laughs> Hold on. 
Huh? Huh? Can I get the the pierce yeah, the noise? Once I, once I like scroll for a million miles. Okay, <laughs> we can wait. Right. <laughs> huh? Uh, so he figures out that like she's withdrawing it this very second from the branch in Venice. So he chases after her. She's like walking really slowly to try and let him keep up. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's it's mm -hmm. oh my god. She 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 goes into like a building, like a palazzo, to like hand over the money in a briefcase to a, a guy with a creepy like one blacked out glasses lens, uh, sort of ensemble. Sure, he's got his fedora on as well, I think. Yeah, he works he works for Spectre. Um, and then B Bond because having a facial disfigurement makes you uh, evil. nothing sinister about it. Sinister music. Bond immediately goes, Ah, the bitch has betrayed me. Uh, he's and. A Dumb motherfucker. The isn't dumbest he, hey? motherfucker Jesus on earth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, she... divorce court mm. bond. I mean, that is the Craig years. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he's betrayed by her and he's angry. He like shoots his way through. She's like being kind of held hostage, but he assumes that she's not. Uh, and then she like gets. Okay. Okay, right. So she yeah, gets let's talk into... about what's happening to this building. She, she gets into like an old-timey cage-style elevator, and then Bond looks through a door, sees everyone waiting to ambush him, and decides, "Ah, oh, you know what I'll do since we're in Venice is I'll have a uh, I'll have a cheeky shot at those pontoons, and I'll just sink the whole fucking building." Yeah. <laughs> This is yeah. What, the entire uh, this, building is sinking uh, into the I'm sorry. Lagoon. I'm going to have to say something controversial here. This is why you never trust a woman who can do maths. <laughs> no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Counting true. is unladylike, and mm -hmm. this and this demonstrates. Yeah, it. that's true. Absolutely, and, and like. I don't know. The, the, the sequences with Vesper before this, they were interesting because he could Accounting. still... Counting? Counting? What are you trying to keep track of? How many other men you slept with, Harlot? <laughs> no more yes. of that. Trying yeah, to, try to Daniel... count the curves in your little Algerian love knot there, is it? <laughs> is it Vesper? So, so, so trying to like compare this to something like <laughs> No Time to Die, it's interesting that, that Craig could still act Bond as happy in a convincing way. A thing right. which he loses the ability to do in every subsequent movie. Um, so, yeah. so like now he's like overwhelmed with betrayal. He like shoots his way through to Vesper, and then Vesper, I believe she's actually locked the the thing not just with a key has, but also yeah. with her Algerian love knot. Uh, just to make it even more clear that, like, oh, hey, I'm being blackmailed and, you know, whatever. Which would be good symbolism if Craig wasn't just like, mm -hmm. well, what does huh? that mean? Oh, well, What's that's this? completely mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it. We, we, we see him try... Yeah, we, we see him try to save her and, like, dive under the water to rescue her. We also see that she is, like, actively refusing his help and trying to fucking kill herself by this point. Um, Why? Great question. Until she changes her mind, and then it becomes fucking harrowing because she does lock herself in, and and then like goes to drown herself. But like then she changes her mind and is trying to like reach him and get out. And I thought it's she's horrible. trying to like like embrace him for the final time, and then she takes like deep breaths in order no, to drown she, herself. No, she very specifically does it on purpose. Yes, right? no, she, it, de she definitely she definitely a... does it on purpose. Um, just just a quick just a quick just a quick sidebar. I fucking love how imprecise films always are about how long the average person can hold their breath underwater. I, I think that's, oh, I think that's a lovely little- about uh, half an hour, about I think. Half, Roughly about half an hour, <laughs> taking a give or take. But yeah, she definitely deliberately kills herself. And I, 
I know that I don't understand most of the film because of a green linen sundress that occurs when she's in Lake Lugano and it kind of wiped it kind of wiped all of the cognitive mm. function out of my brain. But Yeah, fair enough. But I don't I don't really get why well that's I'm I feel very sad for you. I feel very sad for you. (laughs) Like on like honestly, it's a very beautiful thing. It's a very beautiful thing to be affected by. I will, thank you very much, I will. Um So I, so I, even though I am not very bright and did not understand it, I just, I'm just like, but why does she decide to get decide to kill herself? And the only thing I can come up with is that she assumes that Craig, that uh, Craig, I'm just going to call him Craig now, Craig Bond, mm. um, Craig, Craig Bond. Bond, yeah, Craig Bond. Uh, he drives a Vauxhall Vos, uh, Astra. His name's Craig Bond. Um, I just, I assume that she thinks that if that he's trying to rescue her, so that he can hand her over to MI6 to presumably be horribly tortured. I thought that it was like she's trying exists. to like save him from being pursued by Spectre. Oh. And like because she he like tries to rescue her. Incidentally, no one comes to help him at all. He does like CPR for 2 minutes and then stops because his arms get tired. Mm. Uh, and just like accepts that she's like dead, right? Uh, but like, he also then him. like kisses her, which is weird. He kind of like he yeah. kind of kisses her dead neck. By my count, by my count, the third time that Bond has like uh, kissed a dead woman. So sucks a thing, isn't yeah, it? Just, just, <laughs> for, just for all time's sake. Fuck. Jinx. Craig finger suck. Um, so like Craig finger. <laughs> That's a horrible <laughs> so, name. So, 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 so Craig finger suck goes back ah. on his on his Sony Vio laptop just. Just in case you'd forgotten to buy one of those. He's also got Dutch. his Sony Ericsson cellular phone device in the same scene. And and M helpfully like wraps up all of the plot, right? She goes, ah, the thing about the Algerian love knot is she was in love with a French Algerian guy. And they the, the, the kid uh, Spectre kidnapped her. Uh, kidnapped him and like were were threatening to like kill him and torture him and shit if she didn't do what they wanted. Um, also, you shouldn't resign. Also, she knew she was going to her death, so don't feel bad about it. Also, uh, you've become emotionally detached by this, haven't you, Bond? And Bond goes, and we're going to talk about this line specifically, oh, yeah, why should I need any more time? The bitch is dead. Um, which... And mm. Corsair goes, James, this is the moment you finally become James Bond. Yes, yes. And, and, Basically. And, 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 and Craig <laughs> Fingersuck goes, That's an awful lot of ice, which is... <laughs> And Craig Fingersuck. That's a Craig <laughs> Fishman joke. I'm sorry. That's Craig, The thing about Brosnan, right, is it took <laughs> us it took us four movies to get to a cow print bikini t-shirt idea. The Craig shirt no. has has like a revealed itself to us. In... No, it hasn't. <laughs> yes, it has. Yes, it Don't has. Say this on the recording, you piece of <laughs> shit. Yeah. Early in the, the Craig fucking t-shirt is him blowing up a divorce court. That's it. It's just him sucking a woman's <laughs> fingers. It's him. We need to make the... a shirt that can be worn. It's we need him. to do it's, this. It's him sucking the fingers of a statue of justice on top of an exploding family court. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, because that's not a drawable concept. <laughs> Looking forward to the artist so, uh, having uh, to draw point, it. At this They're point, not gonna. 
He, I'm he, in charge of this guy. I'm sorry. He, 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 he follows the final fucking... It's him with a Sony Vio laptop and then a Sony Ericsson phone and a bottle of Gordon's. Yes. We, didn't, we didn't highlight the, the shot of him completely shirtless sat on a Sony Vio laptop. Yeah, and, which is and, and one also, of my favorite shots like, of all time. For some reason, he's holding his own toes like up on the seat while he's doing it. He's a, yeah, he's a joint fixator. Well, he's bisexual. That's it. I mean, no. That's it normal. That's why he likes married women. <laughs> he, he, he follows the final yeah. fucking sourdough loaf that his dead girlfriend has left for him <laughs> by texting him the number of the creepy guy who works for Spectre, Mr. Oh, she really White. handed him fucking everything, hey? That's what I understood M's final, like just in case you um had also been had been like memory wiped by the green sundress like me, mm. um, and mm. you needed the last uh, maybe an hour and a half explained to you by someone very kind. Um so what I understood M's last line to be to mean is that she knew she was going to her death and she did it specifically to save you not don't feel yeah. bad about it like since you're since you're since you're acting like she betrayed you but she clearly did love you because she mm. she knew that she was going to die and she did it anyway because she did it to, she she traded her own life to spare yours yeah. so she did and, love and, you after yeah. all and he doesn't he doesn't seem thoroughly convinced by that but that's because he's hugely incurious and so he stops listening after he doesn't hear his yeah, own he name doesn't, he doesn't understand he just becomes a misogynist yeah. um, M, M says something like i can't believe we missed this and i wrote this is a lot like the last time you missed an entirely obvious yeah, miranda Graves. M, in the world is not enough dr miranda ice pussy absolutely mm -hmm. um like mm -hmm. the, the, i mean Okay. Oh no, fine. sorry. Uh, my apologies. It's a lot like the last mm -hmm. two mm -hmm. times you entirely missed an obvious double agent, <laughs> <laughs> because that includes the last from the world is not enough. Oh yeah, could have been kidnapped, could have been brainwashed, could have been turned. Um. So yeah, no. The the the. I don't know. I think the it's bitch thing is like misunderstood in terms of like. Oh, uh, this movie's misogynist. And it's like it is, but the way in which it's misogynist isn't just that Bond is saying this, and you're meant to go, "That's right, she is a bitch." It's you're you're meant to go, "Ah, becoming like this and talking about women that way is something that is like He's understandable wrong, yeah. because yeah, because they've been wronged, right?" And it's like, well, no, you're just very stupid. See, again, I actually never saw it like that. I thought I. I always thought yeah. that he was... But he, no, he is also shown to be wrong within the context of the film, which yeah. I yeah. think but is I quite think, nice. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. I think that, like, that he, that he says it as a, ki as a kind of way of, be of being like, no, 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 I know I resigned by email, which I feel like you shouldn't be able to do if you're an MI6, but whatever. Um, I know I, like, I know I, like, sent you, like, a weird email to your, like, MI6 de desktop laptop or whatever, um, yeah, but actually, no, I'm like back, and <laughs> I'm not emotionally affected by any of this. In fact, look, this is how I'm, this is how unaffected I am. I can call the woman who are the only woman I've ever loved. I can just say, and now the bitch is dead, and I'm completely fine with saying it. And I think I don't think he's supposed to think that she is a bitch at all. I think he is saying, yeah, it's like armor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's showing him building his little his little Daniel Craig armor, and it's so no one can ever torture his cock and balls again mm. because yeah. he's got so, armor so around them. So, so him and his armored cock and balls find Mr. White's uh, villa on the shores of Lake Como, and then because Mr. White like specifically spared his life because Vesper like begged him to and traded her own life for his or whatever, and Bond repays this by introducing himself to the guy by shooting him in the fucking legs. Yeah. Um, and he says, 
Hey, uh, <laughs> your daughter is remarkably attractive uh, and could be the second great love of my life. That's what he no, says. Actually, I think what he says is uh, the name's na, 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 Bond. James Bond. And that was the moment that he truly became. That he truly became James, James Bond. Finger suck Craig. <laughs> Craig Fingersuck. That was, and that was the moment that he truly became Craig Fingersuck. Casino Royale starring system. Craig Fingersuck and Mad Max <laughs> Macklesmore. <laughs> I hate this fucking movie. We, 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 have, we have a science-based system on this podcast. We call it the Scum System for Smarm, Cultural Insensitivity, Unprovoked Violence, and Misogyny. Mm -hmm. So, with that in mind, on a scale of 0 to 7, where would we rate this for Smarm? Low. Uh, low. It's, it's, really low. Low. it's yeah. low. I mean, he's not the smart Bond. Two or three? He has a few little lines here and there, but that he... Mm, I'd, I'd go two, even. I think this is the least smarmy Bond film for a while. Like, since, like, maybe even Living Daylights or something like that. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't strike me as especially smarmy. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll go yeah. two. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cultural insensitivity. Well, they've remembered Africa exists. Um, yeah, they don't do too much wrong with that. I mean, the fucking you're like basing mongoose. a character on Coney, that's not yeah. really far off a person that's real. So I, the, I can somewhat the, the, forgive the, it. Yeah, the, the the mongoose craving is a little bit weird. Mongoose the, is interesting. Yeah, Coney bringing a machete with him to Casino Royale is a little weird. The uh, the the. The app, the, dis the distinct. Uh, I mean, it's not as bad as it could be, though. That's it, true. That's definitely true. But the distinct impression that the uh, that the made up country African warlords fight absolutely barbarically with their machetes and go around cutting women's hands off, compared to the compared to the elegant European cock and ball torturer. There's, a, there, I think, <laughs> I think there's, I think there's some suspect <laughs> stuff underlying that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. To say, to I'm, say the I'm least. gonna be thinking <laughs> about the phrase the elegant European cock and ball torture for a while. Um I, I, I would go with a three, sure. Okay. Um now this one's gonna be high. Unprovoked violencia. Unprovoked violence. I don't think it is. He shoots a guy in I the leg. I don't think it is because a lot hello. of the violence that Craig inflicts in this is provoked. He, the guy he shoots in the leg is... Well, he was taking him prisoner. That's okay, points with... for that, but... He shoots, a, uh, he shoots an unarmed guy in the back of the head. He blows up a gas That's tank bad. to exit a situation. He starts the movie by shooting two people for no other reason That's than bad. because he's been told to. By his fucking organization. That's not so unprovoked. What? That's, we can't that's totally unprovoked. It's not unprovoked. First of all, he's in an actual fight with the first guy, who's the first kill he's ever done in his fucking life. <laughs> like, he's not making that easy for him. It's not unprovoked. That was a fight to the death, they're both in. The second one was arguably unprovoked. But you're you're, you're no, both wrong wasn't. about this. The, the one where he shoots an unarmed guy in the back of the head four. and blows up a foreign country's embassy does carry a few points, though. So really, this is all water, because I think it should be like a four. Yeah. Four? Four? I was going to say six. Out of seven? Yes. Yes. I think we need to, no. I think we need to discuss I what we, what we mean by provoked. Because, <sighs> like, because maybe the, maybe the quality and the tenor of the violence is provoked, but he's doing most of it under oh, specific orders. Hmm. 
<sighs> Split the difference and say five. I'm happy with five. I don't think it's especially, I think it's like quite thought out. It's not reactive violence, especially. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, okay, yeah. fine. So now, I mean, misogyny. I, well, I, I respect women, so I'll just take a back seat for this one. Which is. <laughs> Wait, so is that a four or a five? Uh, I, I, that was a five. I think it's, five. I think it's a, I think it's a 5.5 for misogyny. Ooh. I'm like, I think this is, yeah. I think this is, I think this is one of the more misogynist film, uh, films of the Bond of because they sort of try and give, uh, Vesper a little bit of mo motivation and interiority and, as a res and as a result, somehow make it worse. I think that it's like it's an even worse, um, like worse characterization than if they'd just gone with with, with well, you know, it's a it's a tar, isn't it? Which is what they, which I, is the, yeah. which is the kind of the regular Bond thing. I, I would go I would go a little bit lower than that purely because I I think that like it's explicit in the text that the reason mm. why Bond is like, uh, why he does this misogyny is because he's a moron idiot. Um, yeah, and, like, but it's still, that's like, that's like an explanation. Yeah. He's shown to be wrong. But is yeah. he shown in the text of the film to be wrong? Especially. I think so. I think so. Compared to later ones where it's like, and for that matter, earlier ones where he's like wrong but cool or where they do the like misogynist dinosaur line and Goldeneye and then by the end of that scene have M go, ah, oh, he's cool, really. I think here where it, it ends on that sort of like note of like ambiguity and failure and shit like that. I, yeah. I also think what, what happens to old Demetrius's wife is like, Un and that he's miserable about it's it. It's like unusually mm. nasty. Well, that's so. that's also that. Okay, now you're talking me round again because like this this sort of did usher in another era of of misogyny in film where like the hero can be like you know uh, brutal about women or like witness the brutality of others towards women, but so long as he's sad about it, that's the real problem. Yeah, it's not that it's happening; it's that it's a way for like him to yeah, experience it's, shit. Yeah, it's the, and like you know, and I don't want to sound like I write a film blog in two thousand and fifteen. Yes, However, the development of male characters built on dead female bodies. Mm. Mm. It's like it's pretty. It's pretty all the way through. I mean, it's, a, this, yeah, and it's, it's kind a of the, trope. And it's it, the fridged wife, and it's isn't it? And yeah. it's kind of what happens, like very, very clearly at the end of this film, because he is developed in character because his one true love dies, and again dies quite horribly. So I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with my five rating of misogyny. You've, you've talked me around. Yeah, I'll go five easily. Mm. That's fair. You're kind of talking me around. See, this is a nice. Uh, <laughs> all right, fine. This is a good little example of what a well-argued point can do as opposed to what I did which was yell <laughs> as opposed to what I did which was call my dear friend Alice a fucking moron that leads to the underscore of the simple reason that she was being one well which I mean is this is that hostility is makes low. this podcast it is I, I love you a great deal it's it, it's the thing the thing is it's a good film and I love you too yeah mm -hmm. no it's, it's a decent film it has a lot to say about masculinity um, which is it that is, it, it sucks shit and you're never happy yeah and therefore the, the, the lesson that you should get from this if you don't know you're trans and you're watching this when you're 13 years old is man this thing's gonna try suck and that's weight. why you should do it try getting big 
They're getting fucking sick, nasty, They're massive. Fucking like, massive. Yeah. Consider that. Bruh. Now, I, w- I, would also, yeah. I would also like hmm. to say, and and, and this is not something that I'm prepared to uh, elaborate on any further. It's for me personally very nice to see finally some Jewish Bond representation, because Daniel Craig is the only Jewish Bond, um, hmm. and uh, even though he doesn't talk about it publicly, but I'm asking him. Hmm. Interesting. Hell yeah. <laughs> very well. <laughs> Yeah, nice. if, you have, if you feel like that's what you're going to want to do, you want to split the difference and start hitting the gym and taking estrogen. Just... <laughs> yeah, get large, but, you know, as how, a woman. Um, how we, dare we also you ignore Phoebe Woody Allen's contribution to the James Bond? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even fucking do that shit. Uh, we had to take her off the board, sir. Take her off the board. She's We've gone. had to take him off the board, sir. Um, we we also award a little goodnight cross, which we've talked about to Mr. Mandel and Mr. Mandel, absolutely, and and the Kronstein Rosette for like the uh, the best evil guy who really went the extra mile in this movie. And I want to give it to Valenka, uh, the the girlfriend of Lashifra, for just fully like being on board with torturing mm-hmm. Vespalin. Yeah. Just being like, yeah, sure, right I'll do that. I respect it. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah. Yep. No argument from me. All right. Perfect. Well, that's, that's, been, that's been a long episode for a movie that has a lot to talk about in it. Uh, Phoebe, if the people want more Phoebe, where can they find you? If you want more Phoebe, you can find me on uh, my two podcasts. You can find me on 10,000 Posts uh, with Hussein Kasvani, and you can find me on my Seinfeld podcast, which is Masters of Our Domain. And you can, if you want to uh, read some increasingly unhinged posts about Eva Green's dresses, you can request to mm-hmm. follow my Twitter at PRHRoy. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank wonderful, you so much wonderful. for coming on. Thank you so much for having um, me. It was very fun. Ever. All right. Well, we will be back with the next mainline mm. Bond. James Bond will return in Quantum of Fucking Solace. Yeah, where they were like, all right, we're not getting the fucking rights for Spectre. Invent a new criminal organization. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the brief moment of us having watched a nice movie because it's not going to last. This has been Kill James Bond. We will see you later. Fuck off. That reads our fans really, aren't we? That's because you know what I can do with my little finger.